Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and I'm the CEO of Compass Group International and Roadhouse International, and welcome to my podcast. Today, I'm excited to announce a brand new series of podcasts. It's going to be a short series of podcasts, uh, probably around eight to 10 episodes, but definitely uh, there's going to be probably no more than 10 episodes. And this series of podcasts was inspired by a very good friend of mine, uh, and we often have these very long conversations because... I'm helping him plan to make his transition from the United States to Thailand. And he's very, he's extremely intelligent and we have such wonderful conversations and it brings up a lot of questions that most people don't ask. And that's what inspired this podcast was a conversation that we had yesterday uh, regarding this transition. So this series is going to differ from Compass Concierge because Compass Concierge is primarily focused for our very affluent clientele. Uh, that's looking to move to a place like Thailand. And roughly, they're looking to uh, make purchases of homes from one to two to five million dollars. And then this also differs from living on a thousand dollars a month in Thailand because that series is really geared towards for the low budget traveler, uh, for the individual that's on a very strict fixed income. So, this podcast is going to help both scenarios. It's going to be very helpful for that affluent person that's moving here to Thailand. And also in addition to that is that person that's on fixed income looking to move here to Thailand. So what is this series going to consist of and how is it going to help you? So the very first, I would say, four episodes is going to be dollar amounts. So the series will be called Retire in Thailand. And the first episode is going to be dollar amounts. So what can you buy for $250,000 or should I say, let me rephrase that, how can you retire on $250,000? And I'm going to talk about that on that episode. Then the next one is going to be how to retire on a half a million dollars. Then the next one is $1 million. Then the last one will be $5 million and up. And in these specific episodes, <clears throat> there will be some repetition. So based on your, your retirement amount or what you've budgeted uh, for your retirement, whether it's early retirement or you know, or you're later in life, maybe you're in your 50s, 60s, or 70s, you want to listen to the episode that basically applies to you. So if it's $250,000 per person, then make sure you listen to that one because the stuff that I'm talking about on a million dollars or $5 million isn't really going to apply to you. So these are specific for you. And how it's going to help you is I'm going to talk about the best places to live in Thailand. For an example, for $250,000, and that is, that is basically almost per person. So let's just say you're in your early 50s, and you have $250,000 as you and your wife. So, and again, it's $250,000 per person that will basically last you through the golden years and through the rest of your life. Unlike the United States, we all know that if you're in your 50s or even in your 60s, a million dollars isn't going to cover it. We're here in Thailand, it will definitely cover it. So for $250,000, I'm going to talk about what types of homes can you buy and how many homes can you buy? And that's the one thing that people don't really think about is when you're looking at a figure that's really less than a million dollars and you look at retirement, nobody really thinks about is how many homes can I own? All you're thinking about is, oh my God, I need to be in a fixed income. I need to budget. And great things about Thailand is because the cost of living is so low. I mean, it's a fraction of what it is in the United States or in the UK or even Australia and New Zealand 
that you can own multiple homes. So I'm going to talk about in every single of these episodes of how many homes you can own and what are some of the best cities that is going to fit within your budget. For an example, at that $250,000 range, I'll just give you a quick preview. Uh, you could buy, uh, the, actually, the best place to live is going to be in a beach city because Bangkok is actually more expensive than living in the beach cities. And real estate-wise, it's also more expensive. Sometimes people find that hard to believe, but it actually is. For an example, if you're coming from, let's say, Southern California, uh, places like Malibu and South Bay, it's going to be a heck of a lot more expensive than if you're living somewhere inland, like in El Segundo or uh, what's another city. But you know, you know what I'm talking about, somewhere inland. Well, here in Thailand, it's actually cheaper to live in beach cities. And I'm going to talk about which beach cities you want to live in and which beach cities you don't want to live in. So in that 250K range, Jom Tin is definitely by far, Jom Tin Beach is my favorite. I mean, I live there myself. And I'm going to explain the reasons why it differs from Pattaya, Hua Hin, or even uh, places like Koh Samui or in Phuket, or even going up north to Chiang Mai. Then I'm going to go and talk about your day-to-day life. Is what do you have to set aside for? And what is your typical budget going to look like? What are your utilities going to cost? Uh, your cable bill, your phone bill, uh, your internet bill, uh, other utilities like water and electricity, and, and then transportation, getting around. If you want to buy a car, how much is it going to cost? Uh, healthcare, uh, what else? Visa requirements, because every category has different requirements for visa. For an example, if you are in that $1 million plus, I would recommend the Thai Elite Visa, where you're just paying anywhere from thirty dollars to $100,000 and you're going to get a, you know, up to a 20-year visa, multi-entry visa, um, you know, at a whim. Where if you're in that smaller budget under half a million, I would, I would suggest you get a retirement visa depending on your age. So if you're 50 years old and above, you can apply for a retirement visa, and I'll tell you how to do that. And then those are looking for early retirement. So there are, there are quite a few listeners that I have, and also quite a few individuals, there are actually, I would say, if not hundreds of thousands, there are millions of people out there that are pursuing this FIRE movement. So you're in your early 30s, and you've been saving, 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 looking for early retirement, hoping to retire by your mid-30s or early 30s, but definitely before 40. And some of you may even have aspirations to retire before you're 30 years old. And you can do that here in Thailand. So I'm going to give you some different scenarios for those that are pursuing a fire movement of how you can be semi-retired in a place like Thailand. We can still work in a side hustle, but still have the freedom of living retirement life. And we're going to go through that too. So there's so many different aspects of this retirement Thailand series that I'm going to go over. And, and that's Obviously, there's going to be a few distinctions between the four different categories, you know, from 250000 to $5 million. But it still behooves you, obviously, when you're going to move to a different country, you want to absorb as much information as you can. That if you listen to all four of them, you're still going to pick up some different things. So it's not all going to be repetition. Then I'm going to go into deeper into, for an example... <clears throat> visas. So I'll have a separate episode just for Thai visas, 
what are the purpose for these different type of visas, from work visas, from education visas. Yes, did you know that if you are an avid Muay Thai uh, fanatic, or even if you want to get into Muay Thai, there are, there are Muay Thai schools in Thailand where you can actually get an education visa from the Muay Thai school in training Muay Thai. So it so getting an education visa doesn't mean you have to be enrolled in a university or college. You can be enrolled in a Muay Thai school. And a lot of people didn't know that. And then obviously there's different work visas. Uh, there's retirement visas. Then go into detail about the Thai elite visa. And then I'm also going to have other episodes on, and this was also recommended by my very good friend, about um, trust. There are so many individuals out there uh, that claim they are financial consultants with open your LLCs abroad. We can uh, provide you with trust and so forth. I'm going to talk more into detail about that and why these internet people that advertise aren't always your best bet. And I was telling my friend, I said, first of all, anyone that you've looked at online, scratch that off. Because any the consultants that I work for in this country, not just in Thailand, uh, but also places like Singapore, these financial advisors rarely will work with you and do everything with you online. You have to show up in person. For an example, if you are a wealthy individual and you're, and you're bringing over $10 million of your retirement money, and let's just say half of it's going to be in Thailand and you want half of it in Singapore, there isn't... By law, in Singapore, you have to show up in person to sign documents and meet with your advisor. You can't do everything online. Uh, that is, uh, it's illegal. So I want to talk about that is who are the financial advisors and trust advisors uh, that you should be trusting and who you can't trust. Because the bottom line is, is that when you're coming to, a, when, you're, when you're doing your research and you're moving money abroad and you're doing banking, it's always best to do it face-to-face. I'm going to briefly um, bring up banking uh, in each of these scenarios in Thailand. Banking is something that's very, very difficult. You can't just walk into any bank. You can't walk into TMB Bank, Siam Bank, and, uh, or even Bangkok Bank and say, hey, I want to open an account. It doesn't work that way. Uh, we do have, you know, we have trust advisors that we work with that are Thai, um, that can open these accounts for you, but not everybody can do it. And there are certain legal s- steps you have to go through to get these accounts open. And so that's why I can't go into more detail about it because you have to be in the country, you have to own property, or you have to own a business, and you have to have different required visas to actually be allowed to open a bank account. So I'll touch on some of that briefly too, on the financial aspects of it. And also, rest assured, just like in the United States and other countries where banks have are FDIC insured, you know, the United States is insured up to half a million dollars, we have the same things here in Thailand and also in Singapore and other countries. So don't worry about that. Uh, one of the conversations that I had with a friend of mine is, is that, well, uh, I'm kind of concerned if I bring all my money to Thailand, uh, is it going to be safe? Well, first of all, is look at the history of Thailand. Thailand has never been in a dire straits like, let's say, countries like uh, Argentina, Greece, or Italy, 
where the financial banking system just went sideways, where people were lining up to the banks, trying to withdraw money, and there weren't enough, there wasn't enough money in the banks to do that, to actually give or pump out money. And it was a huge financial disaster. Right now, we are seeing this actually in Lebanon. We are seeing a financial collapse in Lebanon, and it is horrible what's happening, but you will not see that in Thailand. And I'm going to go into more in detail as to why and what is the strength of Thailand and the benefits of living here. And just to kind of sum things up, if you haven't listened to my podcast in the past, Asia, this region is the fastest region when it comes down to growth in wealth. There are more millionaires and billionaires popping up in this region than any place else in the world. In China alone, I think there's a new billionaire popping up every single week. And look at where all the manufacturing is. The manufacturing is coming out of Southeast Asia and China and also Taiwan. So it's coming out of Thailand. We're the largest exporters of seafood and rice and among other things. And then there's Vietnam and Cambodia and Philippines and Indonesia and Malaysia. Uh, so there, are, there isn't any place else in the world that provides this type of manufacturing. They don't do it in Europe. They don't do it in Southern Europe. They don't even do it in the United States. They don't do it anywhere else in the world, not even Latin America. Asia is a hub for manufacturing uh, cheap goods. And as long as consumerism is going to continue to rise, which I don't foresee that stopping anytime soon. People still need to take a look at your house. I always tell people this. Take a look at your house. Look at your simple things like your sippy cup for your kids or your phone or your headset that you're using, your eyeglasses, your chair that you're sitting in right now. Everything's made in Asia. Most of the stuff is made in China. But even though something's made in China, it could have been manufactured uh, from a sub-country like Vietnam that was actually manufacturing for a Chinese company. And that happens a lot. So that's why I wouldn't worry about any sort of financial collapse in Asia because it's not going to happen. It will happen in Western countries first before it happens in Asia. The wealth here is astronomical. And I say this a lot. 51% of luxury goods in the world alone, 51% are being sent to China. When you walk down Bangkok, along Sukhumvit and anywhere else, you will see the wealth of individuals. You see how nice they dress. You see, their, you see the accessories they wear. You see the cars. And you may say, well, it's not a big deal, cars. It is because everyone pays cash for them. In addition to that is a typical thing like a Mini Cooper that would cost, a Mini Cooper S would cost $30,000 in the United States off the lot here in Thailand costs three times more. It costs eighty dollars to $90,000 for a freaking Mini Cooper. A $300,000 a $300, Ferrari, let's just say a Portofino, a brand new Portofino Ferrari that would cost around $300,000 here in Thailand would cost you a million dollars. And you see them. The wealth, like I said, is astronomical. And it's not just Thailand. You see it in Vietnam. You see it in Indonesia, Malaysia. Obviously, you see it in Singapore because Singapore is one of the richest countries in the world. It's a micro country. And it's also considered the Silicon Valley of Asia. And you go to other countries like Korea, Taiwan, obviously Japan and China. And India, the massive wealth 
is astronomical. Astronomical. Right now, if you're not aware, um, the owner and CEO, he's out of Mumbai, and he, he lives in that $1 billion residence, which is the largest home and the most expensive home in the world. He's the CEO and founder of the Reliance Group. And he just surpassed Jack Ma as becoming the richest man in Asia. And his wealth is only climbing. Uh, so like I said, is nothing to worry about when it comes to financial stability in Asia. Because Americans aren't going to produce iPhones at, you know, at uh, way below minimum wage. You're not going to have farmers in Europe producing rice at the price that's being exported. It's just not going to happen. But it is going to continue to happen here in Asia. And then uh, I'm also going to talk about other subjects uh, that's in relation to retirement in Thailand about prepping you. Uh, I know I did another podcast about prepping you, but I'm going to get into a little bit more detail about prepping you, and especially during this downtime with this pandemic, because it looks like, based on what I'm reading, uh, there's a strong possibility that the United States might go back under, uh, under lockdown. I think Europe is kind of heading that way because UK is... Uh, is going sideways when it comes down to infection rates. It looks like Germany is having the same exact thing. So during this new phase, or should I say this lockdown, I'm going to give you some ideas and some thought-provoking questions and a guide and plan on how you can make this transition. Because right now, there are so many of you that are in dire straits, and especially those that are living in California, because a vast majority of my clients come out of California. And right now in California, what's happening? You know, uh, a lot of you that do have money, even those of you who don't have money, uh, don't, you really don't like your governor. He's, you know, right now, I think he's proposing to raise your taxes again. And there's, you know, this nickel diming you everywhere. There's that new tax on gas. There's new tax on this, a new tax on that. And, you know, the, the affluence are leaving. The affluent people are leaving California by the boatloads. I mean, I mentioned this in one of my podcasts that Joe Rogan, which recently I think got a $100 million contract with Spotify for his podcast, is leaving LA to Texas because of that reason. He's getting taxed. The taxation is way too high for someone in this category. The density, way too many freaking people in LA, and he just wants out. And he's not the only one. There's so many of you in the same category. And myself, coming from Orange County, coming from Newport Beach, I feel your pain. I've moved out of Orange County, I think it's been over 10 years now, and I do not miss California at all. I don't miss it at all. And especially what I have here in Thailand, it surpasses my life in Newport Beach and Huntington Beach. I... I have so much more adventure. I have so much more things to do. I met my amazing wife here in Thailand. We have a wonderful life. And I want to share that experiences with you in this series. And the series is not going to be as long. I know some of my podcasts can be up to an hour. I'm hoping to kind of whittle these things down to about 30 minutes at a time. So as long as it's going to take you to jump on that treadmill or to do something quick for 30 minutes. And please remember this, is I have a lot of other free resources elsewhere. So it's not just here in these podcasts, whether you're listening to it on iTunes, on Google Play, on Spotify, or on Anchor. Um, but I also convert these podcasts to videos and also post them on my YouTube channel. 
And then we have other great information on our Facebook pages and our Instagram pages. You see all the links uh, to all my social media pages here in this podcast. And it's all information that's related to one thing, retiring in Thailand. You know, one of the things um, that I've done during this, uh, during this pandemic over this last, you know, four to five months is I had a lot of time to really think about my brand and what my focus is, is that if you don't know my past, I started Compass Group International back in 2002 in Costa Rica. And when you listen to my podcast, you'll, you'll listen and you'll understand why Costa Rica was not my happy place. It's a wonderful place. It's a gorgeous country filled with beautiful people, compassionate, and it's a wonderful country to visit as a vacationer, but not to live. And why I left Latin America and came here to Southeast Asia and truly found my happy place is that during this downtime is I realized that I really need to be focused on one thing, not focused on Central America and all the different countries, work with different developers, or even at one time I said, you know what, maybe because my wife and I were thinking about living half the time in Vegas, um, that's where our American home base is, but we don't spend too much time there anymore. And I was developing a a commercial and retail uh, luxury real estate business there. But then we realized as we don't want to live in Vegas. It's too bloody hot there. And it's freaking boring. It's not like we want to go to casinos every day. It's not like we want to go to casinos and freaking get a $20 uh, glass of wine or a uh, $10, $10 uh, bottle of beer, or the average dinner is going to cost us 50 bucks a head. And in addition to that is we have to pay about 15 to $20 for parking. We don't want to do that. And Vegas is, yeah, it's, it's okay. But we realize in Vegas we're so bored because we're so homebound. It's just so freaking hot. It's not like you can go out and go jogging. Uh, it's just too freaking hot. And in the wintertime, it's way too freaking cold. We're here in Thailand, you know, in the beach communities that we live in two different beach areas and uh, two di- different, very distinctive beach areas. And also we live here in Bangkok. And why having the three has really, really uh, made our semi-retirement life so much better because we have a real uh, diverse uh, areas that we live in. So for an example, like here in Bangkok, we have the New York lifestyle, uh, the West LA lifestyle, uh, which we love. Uh, we're within walking distance and everything. And then also I'm going to talk about neighborhoods too, the best neighborhoods to live in. And then like for an example, like Jeom Tian Beach. Uh, we, we live right across from the beach. Uh, it's a great place to chill. It's only an hour drive, hour and a half at the most. But because sometimes we leave so early in the morning, or in the evening, we usually get to our, our condo within an hour. So if we want a quick getaway to the beach, Jom Tam's a place to be. And right next to us is a mega city, mega beach city called Pattaya. And then if we really want to spend an extended period of time and more chill beach area, we go to our beach home in Hua Hin. And Hua Hin is a little bit more similar to, let's say, Newport Beach, where Jom Tian is like... Uh, I would say probably, what's a good example? A mix between Huntington Beach and, yeah, I would say like Huntington Beach, but not that crazy. Uh, you know, Patia is like Venice Beach with a little mix of Huntington. 
Uh, but uh, I haven't been to Huntington in a very, very long time. I would say it's been probably, I would say about five years since I've been back to Newport and Huntington. And by just by watching news, I just see how crazy busy it is. Uh, so we have a flavor of everything. And that's one of the things I want to talk about, especially when you're in that range of a half a million to a million, where it allows you to own three to four different homes in, in three to four different provinces here in Thailand. You really don't have to do much, what I say is, look for excitement. Because when you're, when you're retired, you're constantly every day trying to figure out what to do. And I know this because the vast majority, so my typical demographic of my clientele is worth about four to five million dollars. Uh, they're in their late 50s, early 60s. They're married. And majority of them, uh, when they're, and they're all entrepreneurs, majority of them are entrepreneurs. They own their own business and they sold it or they pass it down to their kids. Is that when I'm talking about their, their retirement life in the States or even in the UK or in Australia, they're constantly, every single morning, they're like, oh my God, what should we do today? And it's just the same repetition every single day. And it's the same boring repetition every single day. We're here in Thailand, when you have three to four different homes, and remember this, it doesn't have to be three to four mega homes, just three to four normal size homes. Even if you're at a budget of half a million dollars for retirement, you can get three different homes and still have money left over for retirement. But it allows you to, let's say you wake up one morning, like my wife and I do. We're like, you know what? Let's go to Jump Tian. Let's spend a few days there. Hop in a car, let's go. Or even, uh, or even call up a private shuttle and uh, have us pick us up, or, or you walk to the bus terminal. Uh, we, we live very close to the Ekamai bus terminal. We can also hop on a bus uh, for $1.50 each way. Or if we say, hey, you know what, let's spend a week or two at, in Hua Hin and do some golfing and just relax. And Hua Hin is only two hours away. That's what brings spark in your life. And then when you want to add more places, like to say you want a mountain retreat, you want a home in Chiang Mai, which is only about an hour flight, you can also do that too. And your flights are basically leaves out of our regional airport called Da Myung. And those flights are as low as $50 to $100 round trip. Or let's say you also want a four or fourth or fifth home in Phuket. And again, round trip tickets are under $100, leaving, at, leaving out of Da Myung or Suwanaboom Airport, our main airport. Or maybe you want a very remote getaway and you want to be in Koh Samui. So these are the options that I'm giving you, um, and you will see that your mind is going to open up more to retirement. Because so many of you right now do not want to retire because it's devastating to think of the boredom factor, that I'm just going to be bored. What the heck am I going to do all freaking day? And if we live in Thailand and you have multiple homes, even if you only have one home, these getaways to these places are so reasonable. That's one of the things, too, I'm going to talk about retiring Thailand is about stuff to do. Within a one to three hour flight, I am within flying distance. Cambodia, Laos, Vietnam, 
Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore, Philippines, Taiwan, India, Sri Lanka. I mean, could you imagine that? Of how much adventure, how many great new experiences that are literally just an hour to three hour flight away. Where when you're living in the States, let's say in California, hour to three hours away, what are you stuck with? The same exact places. Oh, I'm gonna go to the Bay Area. Oh, I'm gonna go down to San, San Diego. Oh, I'm gonna go to Vegas. I'm gonna go to Arizona. I'm gonna go to Colorado. I'm gonna go to Austin. Or even go five hour flight to, uh, to Miami. Or take a couple hours to go up to Oregon. Same freaking thing, because you're still in America. Yes, you're in a different type of terrain. You're in a different type of, of uh, environment. But it's, you're still in the States. Where here, I just named off one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, nine to ten countries that are all with an hour to three hour flight from Bangkok. These are different countries. That's why living in Thailand is amazing. It is a true paradise. So as I mentioned, I am going to try to stick to 30 minutes. So we are now at 29 minutes. So I'm going to wrap things up. So stay tuned for my new series called Retire in Thailand. And I'll see you soon.